Hey, everybody. Welcome to Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. And this is the quarantine edition. Um, we're, <laughs> I know we've done it before that we've, Marcel and I have recorded in separate places, you know, via Skype and whatnot, because, you know, it was winter or because mm-hmm. we were lazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so this, this is, is forced. A, but this is right. This is a too much different other than we're kind of doing this against our will, sort of, mm-hmm. because we were just discussing how we're kind of already living that life. of only going out when absolutely necessary (laughs) exactly but being here at home gives us more time to record which gives you guys more time to listen exactly so So it's a win-win yeah finally maybe we'll get caught up on things and um who knows maybe in two weeks we'll be done with season six (laughs) right right we'll be like shit By Two the weeks time after that, all... we finished season seven. I know. By the time this is all said and done, by the time it's all cleared out, we'll be on to Angel. So Right. <laughs> Which I actually can't wait to get to. I'm excited about that, too. Because it's, no, fr- it's fresher. Because I've only watched, I've watched through it maybe five times. Yeah, me too. It's not, it's not as, um, a, I don't have a regular go through with Mm-mm. Angel like I did Buffy. So it'll be, it'll be new and exciting. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're just like two seasons away. Um, so this is episode 101 and we're going to be wrapping up season five. The uh, last episode, we, uh, did the last one. We, we reviewed, talked about the gift and now, gift. now let's just talk about season five as a whole. Um, and this one, I mean, we're not going to, I don't know how deep we're going to get into symbolisms or anything, but you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll just have a conversation. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you could like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, and also follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, that'd be super great. Um, and you got time to go also and uh, rate and review us on iTunes and or Libsyn and wherever else we are on iHeartMedia mm-hmm. and Google Podcasts. You can tell uh, Alexa. You just enable it on your Alexa device. Just say, Alexa, play Revisiting Sunnydale, and she will. Yay. All right. So let's, just, uh, let's get into season five of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oddly um, enough, I just said that, and she's trying to play it. Oh, Alexa, shh, calm down. Yeah, yeah she got stop, excited. Stop eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think she's, um, I would imagine Alexa's been working pretty hard this, these past <laughs> uh-huh. 14 days. <laughs> she needs a vacation. She's tired. <laughs> Okay, so in my opinion, the main events that happened this season was Riley left, Spike found out or figured out he was in love with Buffy, Dawn comes into our lives, Joyce dies, and Buffy commits suicide. Yep. So those totally are like, agree. Those are like the main things that ha- happened. Yeah. Season, season five as a whole, I mean, it's a, I think it's a pretty good, it's a really strong season. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know where it lies among my favorites. I haven't thought about it that much but it's you know clearly it's above season one yeah it's i don't know it's a mid-level season yeah it's not my fave Mm. but it's not the worst either no i think it's it's right there in the middle yeah exactly for me it's because like glory (laughs) like i glory like teeters a lot Mm -hmm. for me where you know i like her and then it's just like okay you're way over the top i need you to bring it down a couple which is exactly what happens with dawn they're a perfect when one is too much the other is right there with some delicious evil right when you know glory's too weird (laughs) dawn's right there with a heart breaking you know i just found out i'm the key right you know now that's a good balance yeah 
And that episode is it's also it's, it's one of the good ones too. One of the better ones where um, I don't hate Dawn as much. I actually mm-hmm. do feel for her. Yeah. And I don't think that everybody gives her the proper uh, respect that she deserves in that. Like she just found out a big deal and nobody is really. Right. Nobody's really given her time to process. Right. I mean, that's it's the equivalent of finding out something huge in your life like you're adopted or that your your mom is actually your sister right or (laughs) your sister's actually your mom exactly you know yeah it's a huge thing to find out and it turns out she's not even real right like nobody can write we there's no way to wrap the brain around that right whatsoever like what would you? oh i'm two weeks old (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i'm gonna need a minute like at least a minute Right. Did everybody just kind of get out of my face? Can I and- at least get like a sitcom's length time? <laughs> time out, please. I got some feelings that apparently aren't real that I just need to process. <laughs> and I was also starting to think that what if, you know, the bugs had just kind of forgot to to put the memories in Hank's brain and all this time we've been <laughs> Like talking about oh, Hank sucks, blah blah blah. And then in the meantime, like he's been trying to like call- he stopped calling because people keep talking to him about Dawn, and he's like, "What is happening in that household? Like, well, right. who is Dawn? Like, this is Dawn. I- is that part of her tumor? And am I supposed to be playing double child support now? Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I so for me, there are two things about this season that put it in the mid range. The one is that there is major character development and growth in this season yes and there's a major death like we've dealt with death before but we've not dealt with death of a parent which as we know is there's a lot tied into that a person can go through a lot or even just like a a death of natural causes like this mm -hmm. and it's just it's a lot in one season but the thing the other thing i like about this season is unlike some of the other seasons i feel like the supporting cast was kind of in the forefront this whole yeah. season this is true they got to it was do really a lot their more. tale mm-hmm. they got to do a lot more um and we got to know them much better they yeah there was a lot hot of growth so you mm-hmm. know with willow and her coming out i believe it was this or, or you know just discovering herself basically yeah and you know her growth in her in her her wicca tale her her wicca path mm-hmm. and xander you know kind of growing up into i mean kind of a he, man i guess kind of sort of like i have so oh. many problems with him and his relationship with anya like the way he treats, fuck boy yeah the way fuck, he treats anya is just it's not right the way he speaks to her is mm-hmm. ridiculously mm-hmm. it's so dismissive and just disrespectful yeah all around everyone kind of treats her like that this is true. Except maybe Tara. Tara. Except maybe Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Tara is very nice to her. <laughs> she is. Like, all, almost more than she might deserve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they kind of bonded, too, in season four, because it was like, well, everyone's fighting, but we have nothing to do with this. Let's go to right. the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. You want a thumb wrestle? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and we also start to, to see, you know, this is also a lot of, about coming into adulthood i guess as a big is a big overlying arc in this um you know as where they absolutely they kill off 
her mother. And then we start to see less and less of them needing Giles. And he's starting to feel that too. Yeah. Which makes me makes me sad. <laughs> because we'll see next season. But they all make really bad decisions and do actually need him to be there. <laughs> they need right. an adult in their lives. Exactly. And nobody's willing to accept that. <laughs> or they at least need an older friend. Like mm-hmm. they need someone like five years older than them to be like, what? Are you, what? No, that's not how people act. My unpopular opinion, I have a couple of them for this season, but one of them is that Dawn gives Tara something to do other than worship Willow. This is true. And is that really an unpopular opinion? Because <laughs> I think it will be. <laughs> because we know we have some Tara lovers out there. I mean, yes. And Tara, I don't hate Tara. I don't hate Tara. No, not at all. Tara was, is her character growth was was one of the things that I really liked as well, because at first they really like, it was kind of shoddy, like the way that mm-hmm. they introduced her character and how she was just so mousy and everything. And, um, but I'm glad that, you know, she got to grow and got to yeah. grow up and she, we've got up, to meet her family this season. Right. Who is terrible. <laughs> so I understand why she was the way she was when we first met her. I guess that makes sense. I guess that would make sense. Um, it doesn't make it any less annoying and then i guess it's basically directly right after that is when she grows up and becomes a very very useful member of the Mm -hmm. scooby gang we see a lot of her come out when but when joyce dies she mm -hmm. makes that connection with buffy because Mm -hmm. her mom died young and she's there for her right and she ends up being very important in buffy's life too all right and dawn too like she's mm-hmm. just so yeah so that's that i mean we didn't write the thing so no. it's not our fault that's what that's exactly no what she did like she turned into a surrogate mother for dawn and you know and she just stopped stopped just sitting hanging around worshiping willow and it's uh, spoiler for season six but it irritates me so much that they did the same thing to dawn that they did to buffy Buffy came home and found her mom on the ground. Mm-hmm. Dawn comes home and finds Tara on right. the ground. Right. And then sits there with her. Yeah. For like Hours? half a day. Yeah. That's, that's, and it's, heartbreaking. was it necessary? No. We'll I don't know. We get there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this season there was a lot of, there were a couple episodes that had some really great suspense and some tension going on. We had a couple throwaways um, that were just like filler because they had to come up with 22 episodes. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had some just like fun kind of romps. And I guess the replacement is the episode where Xander really steps up and starts mm-hmm. to, and you know, he grows up a little bit more when he realizes that, you know, he does have it in him mm-hmm. to be a grown up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Mm-hmm. He's the one I think had the worst character development in the season. Because he doesn't. Yeah, he. So he does realize that he can do a little more, but then he doesn't. He kind of plateaus right there. That's and he much- kind of stays at that the whole season. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't. He has that one moment where he realizes that he loves Anya, but then he continues to treat her like shit. Right. The whole season. So he actually backslides a little 
Right. Even his, you know? when he, his declaration to her, like when he just right. pops up, is like, hey, if uh, I didn't tell you, I love you. And yeah. it just seems a little a little aggressive. Like, it's not as heartfelt oh. as I so I should have realized <laughs> that you let, like, I missed it. <laughs> you know? And then even at the end, when he's like, we're going to die, I'm, uh, let's get married. Right. Like, oh, you're only, only you're only proposing to me because we are going to die. Mm-hmm. And he talks his way out of it, but that is essentially exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the only reason he never would have done it otherwise. And we see he wasn't even ready for it. No, nope. That's what I, know, and it sucks because you really want to like the funny guy. You really like he started off as just like this goofy, you know, funny whatever best friend never get the girl kind of guy, and we all liked him at that point. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as he gets a girlfriend, Cordy. <laughs> right he starts fucking up right and let's let's go back a little bit in season five and really think about what he did so he found out that riley was feeling bad about his relationship with buffy mm-hmm. and he kept mm-hmm. it a secret right and then when riley left he said to buffy oh you didn't know we, we all realize we all knew because they waited until that night and mm-hmm. even then mm-hmm. he still wasn't clearly no. Telling her like everything that was happening. Right. It just it, it's something like Riley confesses to him, like it was probably like two weeks at least before mm-hmm. he decides to leave. Like, right. hey, Buffy doesn't love me. And at that moment, Xander should be like, Oh, whoa. Okay, maybe You wanna get not- a beer? <laughs> like, right, you wanna talk about this a little bit more? Like you, you just fill it out to some okay, you don't want to talk about it. Okay, I'm going to tell Buffy. Right. You realize she's she- my best friend. Right. She should know this, that right. she think this, and maybe y'all can work it out. Yeah. So, yeah. That would be like Dan texting me and be like, Mila doesn't love me. And me being like, right. huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I'm just going to sit on that and see how this goes, how this plays see, out. Yeah. <laughs> get some popcorn. <laughs> no, that's not what you do. No. So, yeah. So, Xander fucked up there. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to blame Buffy too that and it was also another thing like he was being really aggressive with her about it like this is your fault that yeah. you that you're treating him like trash and quite honestly again nobody gave buffy the benefit of the doubt like the way she like riley started feeling funky because she didn't need him mm-hmm. why like i mean okay so you want her to lean on you fine but don't give her an attitude because she is has grown accustomed to being there for herself right and to she's the slayer who is constantly saving the world and has to put on the brave soldier face all the time so dude just don't i mean <laughs> most don't. Of us, right she's like and also they're what like barely 22 right maybe who yeah. knows how to work life at 22 at 22 <laughs> all right so we've got you know xander's terrible ways willow at this um season five she starts out normal willow basically normal all, willow. all yeah. in love just all in love love though at that yeah. point um she kind of went from super nerd to like badass bitch though because she right. took on glory yeah and yeah. won a couple times a couple times it's mm-hmm. kind of awesome right it is so this is like willow's really really grows in this season yeah, and, she, and oh, but uh, maybe some residual just hanging out with Xander because it seems like she learns how to be a bad partner from Xander. Because <laughs> yeah, the um, 
the whole disagreement that she has with Tara that leads Tara to get brain sucked, it it didn't have to happen. It didn't. Um, Tara kind of opened up and let her in, told her her little her fears and just you know and it wasn't even like real fears. It was just like you know I'm a little bit jealous. I'm a little bit scared. Not mm-hmm. scared, scared, but you know you're doing all you're doing a lot with this. You're doing a lot thing, and I just don't I don't know how to process it. And then immediately she gets real offensive real defensive about it and and uh just kind of becomes a jerk yeah which she continues over the next season mm-hmm. and gets worse before she gets better right rank arrogant amateur. <laughs> yes <laughs> and which brings us to giles who mm-hmm. poor guy is just kind of feeling out of place yeah unneeded He's looking for something else to do because this is where he buys the this season is when he buys the magic box. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like before that, he has been he was fired. Yep. And the school, he's no longer the school librarian. So he's just kind of been a man of leisure <laughs> for yeah. a summer. It was yeah. it the summer. <laughs> yeah, he he um he gets it together though. And he kind of becomes their surrogate father this season Mm -hmm. and goes from just being like the watcher. He gets his job back. Right. Thanks to Buffy. Thanks to Buffy. But then he also has to take this place in both Buffy and Dawn's lives. But I think only Dawn really realizes it at first Mm. of this like surrogate father. Like he's there for Dawn. Right. You know, he's there to tell Dawn that she has to do things. He tries to make Buffy do it. And she, of course, goes too far to the extremes. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of the uh, when they're doing the ge- geometry lesson at the magic box. Yes. She's actually learning something and she's right. having fun. And right. you just flipped out on her. Buffy got real bitchy real fast. Was like, yeah. This is the time or place. Like, dude, this is like an actual learning exercise. Yeah. How can you not see that? And then, of course, he has to, you know, he loses Joyce. He loses Joyce, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't talk about that very much, but he lost no. her, too. Right. No matter. Yes, they had their just wear one night rendezvous and they're under magical spell. But still, I'm sure they both held that a special place in their heart but still outside of that they were both very they were very invested in buffy in her life and And so that whole summer looking for her when she ran away right so there was a bond there Mm -hmm. and even this is like with him trying was not really trying to but with him ending up being like the surrogate father like you know they obviously they're going to spend some time together and have some you know, have some coffees, some right. coffee dates and whatnot, and some chats, some right. late night discussions. And so, yeah, nobody really talks about it and, or checks in with with uh, Giles because he, he, it's the saddest thing when we when they just give us that little scene of him sitting in the dark in his apartment, listening it's to like, the song and drinking whiskey. Yep. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> and but then so he goes through that crushing defeat mm-hmm. to the ultimate loss a watcher can have right and so basically i am i am surprised that giles has held it together as well as he did like throughout this entire series right like he should have been and, he, and on top of that he killed someone right right he should have been a raging alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like the way we find Wesley with the beard, with just Keen all tied up in his closet after he gets his throat slit, that's yeah. what Giles should be like after this season. <laughs> we should see a right. return of Ripper at the beginning of season six. Right. But no. For real. A missed opportunity, guys. Uh-huh. It's just like way, yep. to, way to steal that from us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's go on to our rankings we can give our top five we'll each give our top five okay and then we also did a poll and um got the listeners and i'll give the listeners um top three all right so my top my number one do you want to do it, your worst episode though oh okay yes do let's do the top five and then our bottom two Okay. All right, let's do the, I'll do the bottoms first. Okay. <laughs> um, my bottom is listening to fear. <laughs> that episode is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but mine is Buffy versus Dracula. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't imagine that that would be so low for you. Yeah. And it's mainly Dracula. That, like, right. His <laughs> acting is horrible. It's terrible. His acting is horrible. His makeup is even worse. Why is he so ashy? Like, everything about it is wrong. Like, was it that terrible when it first aired? Or is this just, like, our television? No, it was that bad when it first aired. I thought that, too. Like, why is he so white? Why is he so white? <laughs> like, that is clearly pancake, pancake makeup. Right. This dude needs, like, and his lips, too. Like, you need some chat chapstick like lip balm vaseline mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. right now <laughs> yeah that that was that was bottom of the barrel but listening to fear <laughs> i hate the, like it's the the alien things they're so gross when joyce is just like stop looking at me i'm like i know you're a little crazy pants right now but even you have to realize that even if that's just right. a big bug on your ceiling get right. out like you gotta leave she's just like having a full-on conversation nope <laughs> nope Mm-mm. nope but um, both episodes have hilarious moments in them yeah listening to the fears is the one where spike is like lurking in the basement yes and, he, and she's like are those pictures of me and he just puts them in his pocket <laughs> and they have that really great wraparound shot of spike when the uh oh yeah boys come in yeah really good shot of spike <laughs> And then in Buffy versus Dracula, we have the Xander, <laughs> the whole the, masturbator, the whole Xander thing, the whole and, Xander. Also, and also Giles with the uh, the women. <laughs> My shoe. <laughs> Back down there, and, and no Riley, pit for Giles. And even Riley is just like, "Oh, we're well, gonna do nuzzle him to death." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they both have good moments, but they're just not not good episodes right all together and my uh the one before that my number 21 is out of my mind that's surprising that's a, that's, a, that's spike looks good in that episode he does look good in that episode but and harmony with the oops <laughs> the string was slippy <laughs> but it's just like way too like riley just brings it down so much for me just like the whole everything that he's just crying about <laughs> He does. <laughs> What's funny is my second worst episode is your fourth favorite. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you not? Why do you hate that one so much? I don't like Triangle. We're talking triangle. about We're triangle. talking about Triangle. Episode eleven. Um, 
I don't like the relationship between Willow, the way the relationship between Willow and Anya is portrayed in that episode. Mm. They're very catty towards one another Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. It does. It had kind of animosity here and there, but it really gets amped up Mm -hmm. too much. Right. And then Olaf is okay, I guess. And it's just like if I uh, I was going to see Anya's backstory, I would have rather had it presented a little differently. Mm, okay. Than this. And well, it's a Xander episode. It's a, it's a Xander episode. Is it? Is it? Yeah. The focus, okay. the focus is Xander. And they're fighting over Xander. Mm-hmm. All right. So see, okay. So the reason that is my number four is mostly because of the the interaction between Spike and Xander. Especially Spike and Olaf. When Olaf rolls in, he's like, where can I get, can it be babies? Where can I get babies? The hospital? You think the hospital has? (laughs) Spike is just, every his whole reaction to everything. And I kind of like, like I know the 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 fighting between Anya and Willow is just, is definitely, it's blown up to to 10 immediately out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. But I like, I kind of like it because it's like, okay, finally we're having it out. So like you girls have been like kind of side-eyeing each other for a long time. And it doesn't make sense to me that they would, the reasoning behind it is that, oh, you both, they both think that the other is going to hurt Xander. And yeah, I'm not really buying that as the reasoning. Yeah. And like, I think the other part that bugged me is the stuff that Willow's doing at the magic box. Mm -hmm. You're just being a dick. Yes. Like, this is not. This is my business. I am running this business. Right. You're There's no one in here and take supplies. Like Jack, you. If Giles were here, you wouldn't be doing this. Right. So absolutely, and then and like, that oh. just makes you kind of an asshole. She's kind of an <laughs> asshole about it. And even Tara's like, maybe we shouldn't. Tara, you should have left a long time. You knew it was right. Wrong. Right. You knew what was happening? And you're like, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Like this is your relationship too. Like. I'm surprised she isn't like, yeah, why do you always stick up for Zan? Like, why? Like, yeah, why? Why? Why, why is that? Me and you. <laughs> why are you always worried Zander? about what Xander's doing? Right. <laughs> and I, I do appreciate how Anya uh, brings up the Cordelia thing. She's like, oh, yeah. I know all about that. Don't, mm-hmm. don't act like I don't know. Right. And, then, and, but, and I don't, but I don't like how Willow just kind of dismisses it. It's like, oh, hey, gay now. Okay. Again, like <laughs> that, that leads us into the why can't she be bi? Like I don't right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like okay, Just, sure. Okay, that's not even and that's not even an argument. Like no, no, it's not. So all right, so our top five. Top five. Right. Number five for me was the gift. Okay. It was the hundredth episode. That montage at the beginning will always be one of my favorite moments across the history of the show seeing like the first introduction all the way up to that moment in time oh yes. gotcha the previously the yeah previous, yeah. yeah it was okay. just insane all right my number five is checkpoint because mostly because spike mostly spike <laughs> mostly spike <laughs> But I also appreciate the fact that this is, you know, like uh, Buffy finally sticks it to the council. Like, yeah. you know what, guys? You need me more than I need you. And you guys right. are just a bunch of fuck ups. But again, just <laughs> Spike and that woman watcher. 
<laughs> Heard me, have you? <laughs> Her whole demeanor is just like, wait, wait a minute. Like, a me- like I-, I am a professional. Right. I don't like you. I don't. Like, oh, look at- ears. oh, look at that. My drawers are on the floor. Right. I don't- <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't know. I don't know. It is a good episode. <clears throat> And also, you know, after Buffy gives her entire speech and she threatens them and then, you know, old dude is just like, she's a god. And she's a, oh, what? And I also like the sword. Yes. The sword's one of my favorite moments, too. And then that woman is like, I I don't want a sword thrown at me. (laughs) But (laughs) I just have to ask. I do have some questions. (laughs) All right. What's your number? My number four was triangle. What's yours? Crush. Mm, number which four falls, yeah so the, it's top five for both yeah, of us. yeah 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 much much higher for you which right. I, know why. I know why <laughs> we know why <laughs> we know why it's no secret why um desire uh, the walk, the walk. The, yes why does he lean like did he counsel jeffrey dean morgan on that lean like is there a school that they could go to for that lean? <laughs> started by Jared uh, Jordan Catalan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way he leans. Yep. And never have I ever. Nobody thinks of, you know. And I never thought about it before that moment on my so-called life. It's like it's this is true. Mm-hmm. Um, the way a man leans. Yep. Is something special. It could yep. be something special. It can be special. It can be threatening. <laughs> it's super intimidating. Right. There are nuances to a lean. <laughs> we could do a whole panel on the nuances of the male lean. <laughs> Look for that in the future. <clears throat> Number three. Mm, the body for me. Uh, I mean, it's a fantabulously done episode. Mm-hmm. It's just too heartbreaking for me to re- ever revisit, <laughs> to to like keep revisiting. Like I may have seen this episode five times in comparison to the rest of the Buffy episodes. Yeah, it it's my number two. Mm, okay, what's your number three? My number three is Tough Love. Okay, I just really like everything about that episode. It's fun. It's sad. It's there's so much in that episode. Tough love. Like remind, remind, this is the one where Tara gets brain sucked, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Willow becomes this like badass, right. scary, in control idiot. Let's be honest. I mean, right. <laughs> you've got right. powers, but, uh, but there's also just, there's wonderful moments between everybody kind of in that episode. Mm-hmm. I like it. And my number one is probably also your number one. Coming in number one with a bullet, fool for, for love. love. Absolutely, Dee do. Absolutely, like we we get the full history of William the Bloody, and it's a it it did not disappoint. No, it did not disappoint. <laughs> that was uh, you know, yeah. We'd only before this episode we had only heard sprinklings of like who Spike was, and you know, just kind of comments here and there. So this is the first time we got to go back. And also, not to mention that this episode crosses over mm-hmm. to Angel. 
Like, Which, spoiler alert, will be our favorite episode of Angel that season. <laughs> exactly. And I think it also, like, spreads into another episode in, in further seasons of Buffy or, or something. Because I feel like there's, like... Because I recall that shot of the four of them walking at, at the Boxer Rebellion. You know, the slow-mo with the yeah. chaos going on behind them. It's so brilliant that each one of those characters they have a different story that's being told in that slow-mo yeah. shot. Yep. And you don't and it's just it so seamlessly works. Even like the whole the conversation that Spike has with Angel about killing the Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> and the way Angel responds and the way we see Darla respond to it. And then, you know, in this in Fool for Love, Angel seems jealous he seems angry that he got to kill a slayer before he did but then when we spoiler alert when we go over into the angels side when we i forget which episode it is that darla darla it's called darla okay because the plot of that episode is about darla's beginning okay right and then so we learn at from that side that point of view is that angel had gotten his soul at that point he had a soul and he was scared and you know darla or somebody yeah, said, mean mugging him she's so yeah so like spike's all like i got a slayer drew right. uh still is like Ooh, oh, clouds are singing yeah and angel's like Shh. <laughs> you killed a human and darla's like the go ahead slip up <laughs> <laughs> say, so, say, say well, something see what happens because <laughs> he was pretending Right. He came back to the fold with his soul and he was like, No, 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 baby, 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 please. I can right. still be bad. This isn't gonna be back anything. in with the group. <laughs> this isn't gonna change a thing. Right. It'll be great. And then he immediately saves a whole family and babies. Right. And she's pissed about it. So yeah, yeah, so this episode has so much going on in it. Like it has it's on a whole nother, like very smartly told level, and then all the way down to just like my animal prime like instincts of you know spike in the subway like it's just well and then there's that that moment (laughs) okay people don't give spike enough credit (laughs) (laughs) for his range right he goes through so much in that episode he goes from (laughs) pathetic sniveling with uh what's her name uh yeah to insane and hot and like just, just like completely unhinged and yeah not giving a fuck right and then there is billy idol yes. which we all love yes. but then there is the tiny sweet heartbreaking moment when she throws that money at him and says that you're beneath me william oh uh-huh. and he's there's almost a t- like tears well up in his eyes and then he shuts it down. Yep. He's like, shut it down. Nope. Uh-huh. I got you. Uh-huh. I, got, I got you yep. beneath you. Okay. And at the height of his anger, realizes that she's upset and throws it all away. And goes and puts his hand on her shoulder right? and she and lets him. The most clunky. <laughs> I'm trying to put that gun down and sit down at the same time. Like that gun is like a clunk, clunk, clunk. Like, Buffy, how did you not notice that he's wielding a shotgun? Right. <laughs> And then they're there. They're there. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Full for Love is a damn near perfect Mm -hmm. episode. 
So our listeners, they kind of agree. Um, their number three is Fool for Love. Number two is The Body. And number one is The Gift. So it's all like The Gift I have pretty like middle ground. <laughs> it's like number 10 for me. <laughs> I guess I just don't feel it as much as everybody else does. She died! <laughs> I know, but I don't think maybe it's just it's worn off a little bit after the year. Well, I mean, no, she's immediately going to come back. Right. <laughs> like if I had seen, I just watched season five and we have, you know, this was in the original airings, gift would probably be a little bit higher. Yeah. I remember like kind of losing it a little bit when Spike lost it. Like that, that last shot. When he falls down. (laughs) Yeah. Between him and Giles, like. Yeah. Xander's just like. What are we going to do now? (laughs) And Willow, Willow always will break your heart. Oh, sweet fancy Moses. Always. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got that. So now we've got our favorite couple, which there's not a lot of them in this season. It sure would not be this one, though. Did they pick that, or did you pick that? Uh, I did. I just threw it in there because I couldn't because I couldn't think of any other. But then I guess I now I'm thinking about it. It probably it could be uh, Spike and Harmony. <laughs> There, you know what? I even wrote down Xander and Anya, but as we're talking through it, right? No one had a good relationship this season. No, no one. Xander treats Anya like crap. Willow treats Tara like crap. Mm-hmm. Spike treats Harmony like less than crap. Less like the crap that crap craps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Giles doesn't get it. Does he get any this year? Oh. No. No, not like Olivia doesn't come to town this year. No. Wow, that was a dry year for John. No wonder he left. <laughs> and who else? Who else? Uh, maybe, maybe Spike oh. and Drew. No. For the, for the one episode. No, and Buffy, Buffy and Riley didn't no, work absolutely out. Absolutely not. No. And Joyce died. No, no. It, the best thing would probably be poor Joyce and her first date. Like, right, right. Like, Brian, Joyce and Brian. I have, <laughs> I have one. My favorite couple is Don and Tara. Okay. Do they like really not yet bond in this one? They start to. They yeah. start to after this. So it's a setup for them becoming the best couple in the next season. Okay. No one has a good couple. No. All right, so favorite villain? Glory. I mean, she's really the only one. Yeah. Ben doesn't count. No. He's just a terrible person. Yes. <laughs> and Glory's fun. She's fun. To an extent. Favorite hero? I'm going to say Giles for killing Ben. <laughs> I like that. That is definitely a hero moment for me. <laughs> I picked came out of pocket. I picked Spike. Right. Because of everything he did for Don. He did a lot. Like yeah. dude should be on payroll or something. Right. Just like the way he, and oh. even and when he just, didn't have to. Right. And it just makes me so angry the way Buffy flip flops 
yeah. with him. Like, no wonder he fell in love with you. Like, you, you're right. Like, you treat him like shit. You tell him he's terrible. You tell him, get the fuck out of my life. Don't come near me, blah, blah, blah. And then the next minute, next thing out your brother's, I need you to protect Dawn. Right. Like, dude, you That's need to make up your family responsibility out of nowhere. <laughs> right. It's like it, you either come to terms with like who and what he is and just and then realize like, OK, he is like one of the stronger people around and I he's who I need phys- to physically protect us, to help physically protect us and come to terms with it and just like, OK, this is what it is yeah. or walk away. Just let it go. Yeah. So he was my favorite hero. <laughs> Best burn of the season. I don't really recall a lot of them. Out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> That's my favorite bird. <laughs> That's my favorite bird. I think, and it's my favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> Out for a walk. <laughs> Bitch. And again, it's the lean. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the one of them that sticks in mind is uh, when he's coming, when Don find Don is sneaking out and she finds him outside, and she, she and he's like, he tries to be all menacing. Shouldn't you be tucked away? And she's like, I'm better than you. And he's like, Hey, you know, <laughs> like, that's a little tremble love, wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, yep, I love that too. That's a good one too. <laughs> what else did we have? Ah, biggest twist. Hmm. Probably Spike falling in love with Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like when he first wakes up, it's, oh, God, no. <laughs> my biggest twist is my next unpopular opinion. Ooh, okay. But you have also already said it. So okay. we both share this opinion. Okay. And that is that Buffy died sacrificing herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't sacrifice herself. She killed herself. Right. She committed suicide. She committed suicide. Right. She full on 100% gave up and committed suicide. Right. She's like, you know what? I see an out here. I see it and I am going <laughs> to gleefully jump. <laughs> it's okay. They need me. It's us. It's the only way to do it. Ah! Mm-hmm. She <laughs> has. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> like, she hasn't been right since Joyce died. No. And she, like you said, found an out. And she took it. Yep. And I don't, I'm not of the court that sits with the sacrifice camp. No. It wasn't a sacrifice. No, I don't think so either. Like she was full on giving up and uh, she's the, she was done. Because mm-hmm. she had already talked earlier in the season, she had talked about quitting. Mm-hmm. She had even said, uh, like, if Dawn dies, she quits, like, the yeah. whole Slayer gig. And, you know, there's just, there was a lot leading up to this. And then the loss of her mom and the newfound responsibility of this chick who's supposedly her sister with fake monk memories, like, right. that, she's not for it. She's like, right. you know what? I'm done. And then we also see, like, next season, we'll see how she was much happier where she was. Right. And motherfuckers just came and snatched her out. And it's once you they think you're out, and they every time you get out, they just pull you <laughs> back in. <laughs> and it's it's um one of those times where you have to stop yourself from falling down the rabbit hole because then mm-hmm. you start thinking about we should have had one or two scenes of Buffy in court because I think it would have been a little harder for her to get custody <laughs> of Dawn. Like I think Dawn would have gone to a 
group home for a while. Really? And Buffy probably would have had to petition for custody because she's 21 mm-hmm. or she or 20. And if they couldn't find her dad, it's not like they, at best, they probably would have sent her to live with Joyce's sister. Right. Yeah, Either way, was- they're not just going to give Dawn to Buffy. Really? Okay. There, there would have been, there could, yeah, there should have been a little more explanation as to how that went down. Yeah. Um, because I don't fully, I don't know the ins and outs of how that would have worked or I would just, I just kind of assumed myself that, I mean, I guess next of kin right there, but also, you know, and I also just assumed that, you know, the courts asked Hank and he's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> like, did they at least try to find him? Like, I feel like, like there's a lot they could have done with that, you know. Like, she's like, fine. No, we got triangle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So that's season five. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that either one of us counted all all of the bodies that were dropped in the season. No, because there was there was a ton. There was a lot, especially with the Knights of Byzantines and the Zimbums. They all died. <laughs> yes, all of them. All of them did, did, did the dying. There was a, there is, I mean, there's a, there were many, many scenes. And this was a, this was a good season for Spike. Like it was at least a great season for Spike, Spike. Spike lovers. It Spike. was a great <laughs> season for action sequences as well. Mm. There was the whole RV in the desert mm. scene. Right. Beyond, and the horses, that was impressive mm-hmm. um a lot of the action sequences were really really good this year yeah even the one where buffy gets stabbed by the slash <laughs> vampire the nasty 80s rock vampire the scene with them fighting in the playground is shot really well the whole yeah. season on a whole is shot really well Right. I feel like this season kind of they, the characters grew up and so did the filming and the directing and everything. Like yeah. The whole show grew up a little. Right. People started to get their sea legs finally. Season yeah. five was like, all right, now we can really do some stuff. And we get canceled. Wait, what? Oh, Why? Guys, how? We just, we just did our best. Like, <laughs> you do your best and you get canceled. But no, <laughs> Buffy survives on UPN <laughs> coming this fall. That's yes. what we were treated to at the end of season. That whole heart. We want a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, because I mean, I guess I don't know if he decided to kill her off before or after he knew the show was saved. But either way, like it worked very well. Like he was in the clear. If yep. they didn't get picked back up, right? And also, it's like, okay, now I got a new challenge, and how are we going to bring her back? Right. If we do come back up, and we've got schools of thought that think it shouldn't have come back and some people that would have preferred if it had just ended with season five nope no. i like i like the next two seasons i like, like season six yes <laughs> I... speaking of good for spike lovers like <laughs> season six, that's probably the my most watched season <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 for sure <laughs> for sure Although it does have some crappy episodes. It does have some pretty stupid episodes, but also, like, Spike's hair is probably the best in this this season. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And season seven, season seven has its moments as well. It does. Um, Also, and we'll get to it with uh, the episode that I think should have ended the season or the series. But, 
you know, that's I think that's definitely an unpopular opinion. But again? yes, oh. <laughs> what is, I would have been totally happy if we had ended not necessarily the way that that episode ended, but in that realm and that idea of of like, what if? Well, that, that and that concept still lives today. Like people are still like, but <laughs> is any of it real? <laughs> it's like that. And this might go over some heads, but it's like the ending of New Heart. Yes, <laughs> like that. Yes. Or Saint Elsewhere. Was it Saint yes. Elsewhere? I think it was yeah. Elsewhere. If someone was going to watch the show for the first time, I always tell them to start with I would tell them to start with season two. Really? I yeah. tell them to, to start with season one, but just hold just hang in there. Yeah, if like hang if they're there. if they're the most extreme, don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's never gonna I'm not gonna get into it. I don't want them to start with season one because they won't like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'd have them start with season two. Because it was a tough sell. Uh-huh. Season one. <laughs> it's a tough sell. And then by the time they get through season two, they're going to be a little hooked. Right. By the time they get to season three, that's when I'm going to tell them to go ahead and watch season the episodes from season one. Oh. Because okay. then it's going to be like a treat. Because, yeah, because I guess there's nothing really in season one that you have to, like, maybe the last, the season finale for season yeah. one. If you had to, I'd say start with Prophecy Girl. Right. Because it is the best episode of that season. Mm-hmm. And there is the You of Fruit Punch Mouth. <laughs> and right, it's so- up season two, so yeah. Yeah. So, all right, so that's, that's our thoughts on season five. So, that means next next episode, we are entering season six, and it's going to be glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Glory. Uh, Actually, glory <laughs> less. <laughs> glory less. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who's our who's our villain in season six is the trio. Yes. Yeah. All well, right. sort of. Ish, but the, we ha- we are introduced to the trio. Yes. In season six. In season six. So, if anybody knows any of the trio, <laughs> we want them on the show. Tom right. Lake especially. Exactly. Annie yeah. Strong especially. Yes. The other one, or what's his name? Adam. Adam. Yes. Because sure. he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I really would. There's some things I would like to ask ask him. Yes. So, yeah. Hook us up, guys. If anybody has an in on any of those three. I know Danny Strong... He's probably not so busy right now. Like no right one. now, no one is no one is should be busy right now. No Everybody one. should be at home, not doing anything. Right. <laughs> or just creating stuff and being super cool and guests guesting on people's podcasts. Makes so. it hard to get out of stuff you don't want to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call me. I don't want uh. to. <laughs> what else are you doing? Corona. Nothing. <laughs> so yes, hook us up. Let us know. And if you have any ideas of like stuff that you want to hear from us, you know, if you want to, if you've got questions for us, if you've got things you want us to to weigh in on, if you've got some stuff you want to share with us, some information, some thoughts and opinions, don't be afraid to let us know. So subscribe, follow, like us. We're on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. You can follow me, Camila, at the underscore Rugged Angel. Or me, Marcel, at MSphere7338. 
And um, I believe we still have a Gmail account, uh, revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com. So if you want to send us an email with all that stuff, that would be super cool. All right, friends, until next time, please stay safe and healthy and indoors until told otherwise. 